Welcome to Business and Money Mentors. Together, Mia, your business mentor, and Bonnie, Miss Money Boss, guide you on the need to knows to grow and manage your business successfully. Hello and welcome. I'm Mia, and with me is... Bonnie. <laughs> Hi, Bonnie. How are you? I'm good, Mia. How are you doing today? Awesome. It feels very energetically good. And if people are like, what is she talking about? I'm talking about it just feels so nice, doesn't it? Okay, so I've got to tell you why. <laughs> are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Mercury has gone out of retrograde, and we are back into having clear calm, graceful, smooth communication. And I am well, so I thought happy. That was on, I thought that was on Sunday. I'm so excited, too. <laughs> Yay. No, that was today. So, I mean, so you know what? Congratulations, everybody. No more Mercury retrograde. And that makes us feel so good. So we are happy about that. Yeah. But which, which what we're going to be crazy. really talking about today is even more interesting. Don't you think, Mia? It is. And so today we're talking about our coaches, well, actually, is the coaching business collapsing? And that's really interesting because you and I are both coaches along with other stuff. So mm-hmm. let's, let's hit it because <laughs> exactly. we, have heard, we have heard so many people who come our way. Um, there's a lot of talk with coaches. There's a lot of talk with clients who are not um, uh, meeting up with qualified coaches that suit, you know, that suit their needs and follow through. And also it's the client's responsibility too. So there's a lot of juicy stuff here to talk about, isn't there? Exactly. And so we're going to be talking about it both from the coach's perspective as well as the client perspective, because, you know, here's the thing. There are always two sides to every story and we want to make sure that both sides get heard. Don't you think, Mia? Yes. Exactly. And you and I both, as coaches, we also hire our own coaches to support us along the way. So we see and experience both sides. So you guys are not alone out there because we've also, we love to hire coaches because they make us accelerate even further. Exactly. So, so right about... now, <laughs> go ahead. You, want to, you want to go on? You want to go ahead? You, you're just, you're on fire and you're beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I guess the reason I want to say this is because I'm such a money coach. And, you know, I have found that there are so many coaches out there that are charging very large sums of money. And then the people are complaining that they're not really getting the value out of it. So I really do want to talk about this from both perspectives, not just the coach's perspective, but what is, what is the client's responsibility in the coaching agreement so that they do get the value out of it? You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. Yeah, because coaching is not an um, inexpensive thing. And, it can, I mean, you can get programs that are inexpensive, but also if you're, depending on what you're searching for, you know, coaches can go from a hundred bucks up to a hundred thousand dollars. So it just depends on, you know, how much you're you're acquiring, what it is you're looking for in the field. So 
and the level of the coach, what they coach on, how successful they've been in the past. I mean, the truth is, is that a lot of the coaches that are charging the big bucks have had multiple successes, you know, like big, big, big time successes over many years, many periods of time, so that the people that are paying these big bucks know what they're supposed to be getting for those big bucks, you know, so... You know, so the truth is, is that, yes, coaching can cost a lot of money, but it doesn't mean that you're not going to be getting the value for it. That's right. That's right. Because it can really up-level you um, if you handle each step properly. You can really up-level who you are as an individual, whether it's um, on an inter... Well, everything will always be on an interpersonal level, but it's also whether it's for your business, your body, your eating, your uh, spirituality, your relationships, there's a coach for everything, as we've told you before. Yeah. Right. So, you know, so part of, so what I want to talk about is getting the value out of coaching and what we can do as the clients in order to get the best value when we're working with a coach, whether we're working in a group situation or an individual one-on-one situation with a coach. Because I think that, you know, as listeners, I know that, you know, when I'm working with a coach, I want to know how I can get the best value. Because if I'm going to pay big money to work with somebody, then I want to get something for that money. I don't want to just say I have a coach. You know, like, it's not a big deal for me to tell people that I have a coach. The whole point is, is that I really want a coach that's going to really push me to get to the next level. That's what's important for mm-hmm. me. Right, exactly. And you would assume that your coach would want that too, because exactly. for the individual, exactly. yes, exactly. So, what is the you know? So, what is the client's responsibility when it comes to coaching? You know, like in your opinion, Mia, like yes. what are the things that uh, you know your clients? need to come to the table with to get the best value when they're coaching with you? Well, the client needs to, um, first of all, when they're investigating a coach, they need to really investigate thoroughly so that they know that that's the specific person that's right for them. Then as they move into it, there's generally an agreement or a contract between the coach and the client. So read your agreement and make sure that you that it fits you and who you are. So as, as, the, um, as the person desiring to be coached, what you need to come to the table with is an open mind, an open heart, your homework done, being to your appointment. If you, if you need to reschedule, you reschedule within 24 hours. Um, these are very important things, listening, being open, asking questions, being honest with your coach. Your coach does not know everything about you. This is the learning process as they begin to work with you and move forward. So be honest. If you like your coach or sometimes people are infatuated with us, and that's, that's okay to say because it's the truth, um, they may be quiet and not fully tell us exactly what they want. So be upfront about what your needs are. Be clear on your desires. I would actually, before starting any program, I would write out exactly what you want, why you want it, what's your why, and how you're going to get to the other side. Now, 
don't just put, I'm going to get to the other side through my coach, because there's work that needs to be done. You have to do your own work, whether it's business, whether it's spiritual, whatever it is. You have to do your own work. Nobody can do but that wait, for But you. wait, wait, wait. When you say you have to do your own work, if I'm coming to a coach as a client, how do I know the how? The, the how? Well, because you know, the coach that's what I'm going the, to the, the coach, coach for. Do, I'm going to the coach to be guided. Well, right. But I'm saying when you're working with a coach, okay. you, know, you need to do your work. Absolutely. Well, of course. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, but, but we find, you and I find that people come to coaching sessions unprepared. Not all the time, but occasionally they do. So, And life happens. You know, that's okay, too. So. And now from, do you want to talk about, you want to talk more about this before we jump to the coaching side? Because the coaches have responsibilities too. No, I, I want to finish with this first, because like one of the things that I think is important, you know, as a client is that I am reliable and that I am committed to working with this person. When I, what I mean by committed is being on time, you know, mm -hmm. Asking for help when I need it, even if I don't want to. You know, sharing vulnerable information that could make the difference between them being able to help me and not. I need mm -hmm. to be, like, I feel like I need to be honest. You know, like, you know, if your coach asks you how much money you're making and you feel embarrassed by what that number is, and so you decide to give them a totally different number. Who are you hurting? You're not hurting that coach. You are hurting yourself because that coach mm -hmm. thinks that you're already doing X amount of dollars in business so that you have something that's going on that's, do, that's being done correctly when in essence that's not really even happening. So mm -hmm. honesty mm -hmm. is especially important, especially in vulnerable situations. Right. Um. You know, that's the whole thing. It's like, look, I coach people on, you know, on money, on their finances, on, you know, what we're going to do. Like, should we take out a loan to do this? Like, how can we get the most out of the money that we're working with? You know, how to grow our business, how to do planning. I mean, these things are things that, that the truth is that people don't want to talk about. You know, most right. of my clients... It's like to get them to this point, like when I get clients who are now open, ready, willing, and able, it's because I've been working with them for a while and they've seen the benefits and the values of really going through the exercises. Because mm -hmm. what happens is the back end of business or the finances is the part that people don't want to deal with, especially creative people. Because it's not right. fun. It's not exciting. But the thing mm -hmm. is, is that when all of a sudden you see how much more money that you're making, you start to get excited. When you see how you've saved so much more money or how you've been able to pay yourself so much more than you ever were able to before, that gets exciting. But that's after going through the exercises, which they don't want to do the first time. It's like pulling teeth. The thing mm -hmm. is, is that once they're open to it and they actually do go through it, then, and they see the benefits of it, then they're all in. And then they're like, oh my God, I can't wait to do that, you know? And right. in fact, Mia, one day I do want to actually have one of my clients on here because I really want somebody who's been working with me for a long time to be able to talk about, this is somebody who I've taken through 
many different things in business. And he will show you how his business grew dramatically, having a coach working with him alongside with him along the whole way when there was a time when he could have ended up going bankrupt because he let somebody else run his business. That's powerful stuff. Mm -hmm. That's the stuff that I'm talking about. So for anybody who thinks that, you know, the coaching industry is really collapsing, if you're working with the right coach, that is not the case. And I really do want to say that. It's not the case. The coaching industry is not collapsing if you are working with the right coach. That's right. What what seems to be happening is, um, and I, I know you and I have talked about this over the last couple of years, and, and of course, you know, like normal people in conversations, we identify certain coaches that we've seen that this happens to. So as, as you move through and as you, you pick your coach, um, which which brings us into the other topics. There are not everybody, you know, it's like there's a pulling away um, or a removing of people that are not qualified. That seems to be what's happening right now. Things are being woken up so that we're aware of what's going on. We're aware that some coaches aren't providing everything that they should. We're aware that, um, People are being bullied into things, which we're going to talk about in a, in a little bit. So just right. be centered and hold your ground and know exactly. I think one of the most important things that we want you to understand is uh, know what you want and be solid and firm in who you are and what you want. And things will be a lot smoother in moving forward in all areas of your business life. Right. And you know what? This is a really important point too, Mia. I'll tell you why. Because forget about working with a coach. Everybody works with people in their business, whether it's a coach, a bookkeeper, an accountant, an attorney, an assistant, a virtual assistant, you know what I mean? A graphic designer, a photographer, and so on and so on and so on. These things that we are talking about really go in all of your business dealings. All of these things that we're talking about are really about how to get the most benefit out of all the people that you work with so that it's valuable for them and it's valuable for you. You feel like you're paying for a valuable service and they feel like they're giving you value in your business. So, you know, this is not just about coaches. This is about everybody that you work with. So mm-hmm. now we're taking it onto a whole new perspective, and I think it's really super important that people understand this now includes anybody who is a business owner because now we're talking about anybody who's dealing with anybody in business. In fact, you don't even have to be a business owner. You can be working in a business and you still have to deal with people in in that business or Mm -hmm. consumers or customers or clients, right? That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So should we talk before moving on about what's expected of the coach? Yes, absolutely. So, you know, so you as the guide, the coach, the consultant, you know, whatever you want to call yourself. And the reason that I say that is because I think that personally that coaching has been around forever. It just wasn't called that. 
I mean, I can tell you that I have been guiding people in business for 25 years, and I never once called myself a coach, you know, until literally a year or two ago. And so Mm -hmm. I used to always go under the guises of being a business manager or a consultant or a CFO, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, so... Coach, so the idea of coaching is important. It's been around, and there is a responsibility that you have when you are guiding a business owner or somebody <clears throat> on a mission that they need to go through to take them to get a transformation of some type. You mm-hmm. have some responsibility in working with that person. And what are those things? You want to talk about those, Mia? Sure. Well, there's um, literally it's about understanding what you're providing. You need to have your information clear and concise. So if I was, um, well, I am, I do, uh, help people set up their businesses and get them going with a foundation to making money, there's steps and levels in there that you have to do and you have to take in order to build a solid foundation. As a coach, I need to know whether I'm teaching love, whether I'm teaching business, whether we're teaching weight loss, whether we're working out in the gym with people or we're training for marathons, whatever it is, that coach has to be qualified in in areas that support you in what you're looking for. There has to be an agreement between the coach and the client or between you know the client who's hiring a business person to support them. Like Bonnie said, there's many different names, strategist, mentoring, coaching. We go by all of them, or at least I do. Gurus, gurus. So, <laughs> well, that, that that I won't go by. People call me a guru for my spiritual love work, and I'm like, sorry, that, that I won't go by, simply because, you know, people can call me a guru of love if they want, but for me, that's a little bit too arrogant. <laughs> so, um, so there's contracts, and there's, um, there's showing up on time. Also, if there is, if you're not, say you get sick during your work day, there's something that happens. It's your responsibility to let your client know as soon as you can that you won't make it. But, but if you need to cancel, you need to cancel so that they can come to the table, you can come to the table with them with a clear head, giving them everything that they need in that session, simply because... These are limited times that we spend with people, and we want each and every client of ours, so we're talking about not the coach but the client, we want each client to absorb and have information exactly to what they need in that time. If you're not feeling well, if you're, you know, whatever the reason is, death, you know, in the family, uh, emergency, illness, or whatever, you're not up to par. There are some coaches Mm -hmm. that just push through, and so they uh, tend to do that a lot instead of taking care of themselves, and so they don't give quality information during all their sessions. Um, Follow through with what you are supposed to as a coach, mentor, strategist. Follow through with the information materials that that you have said that you'll send to people. Do your connecting of people. You follow through with every single commitment. It's your intention that has to be clear and concise and business-like. What are some so other in other words, so in other working? words, the client should know exactly what they're getting when they're working exactly. with you. That's right. That's right. And then as we come in to 
whatever form that you're working with a coach with, the coach comes into that session prepared, ready to go forward with you, which is, you know, vitally important for moving that person forward. And also when you're working with somebody, there's, there's levels that you're getting through. And so you want to be able to unlock those levels with them of understanding so that they can move on smoothly. Because again, they're paying for, you know, the client is paying for the service. So they really need to get what they're paying for in that, in that time period. Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing that I think is important also is to, you know, kind of go inward when you're working with somebody and see if, you know, a lot of times the client is in the emotions of wherever they're at with whatever Mm -hmm. it is that they're in, okay? And so I feel like in in my practice, what's important for me is to kind of like intuitively connect in with that client and see if the things that they're feeling like they're stuck on are really those things or if it's really something else. Like Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm the one who kind of has to like look at things and figure out what's really going on much of the time because a lot of times my clients don't know. Well, that's Like they don't know where their blocks are. They don't know what's stopping them. Right. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. It's called a block or a blind spot. And we don't know what we don't know until we know it. So you're absolutely right. When the coach can see that, see that there's something that they dig in and that's what we're trained for. A lot of us know a lot about psychology and other things that will support uh, pulling things out of people and seeing we're watching you guys as we're training you or teaching. We're watching your behavior too, because we have to know whether you're absorbing it, whether you're not, whether you're, it's upsetting you, whatever, so that we can maneuver around to support you the best way that we know how. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, it's very interesting because, you know, I've seen a lot of uh, personality conflicts happening between coaches and clients and, um, you know, and I've thought a lot about that. And one of the things I look at I'm going to first talk about from a client perspective, and then Mia, you might want to talk about this from a coach perspective. Like as a client, I know that like one of the things that I know about myself is that I'm a determined person and I kind of need somebody who's going to kick my butt. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I don't work well when people kind of go, oh, well, maybe do you think you might want to do blah, 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 blah. You know, it's kind of like, to me, that's not motivating or inspiring, and that's not really what gets me going. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when I'm working with a coach, I need to know that a coach is going to, like, push me. You know, like they're going to mm-hmm. be not on top of me every second, but they're going to call me on it if right. I am not up to par, if I'm not following through with my commitments, if I'm not coming forth with what – I need to come forth with that they're going to be honest and direct and kick my butt when it needs Mm -hmm. to be. That's important to me. Like, because Mm -hmm. you know what I, the these coaches that are like, Oh yes, you're so great. And you're so wonderful. And that's all you hear from them. Those are not the coaches that really push you. Those are Mm -hmm. not the coaches that I have found that I have gotten a lot of benefit and value from 
you know, the only thing that really did was stroke my ego, which is not what I really need from a coach. What I really need from a coach is somebody who's going to help me escalate. Mm-hmm. And and doing it in so from the from the client perspective, when you're picking a coach, make sure that you resonate with their personality because yep. you could sign a contract with a coach that just is a total nightmare for you, literally, exactly. because you haven't exactly. done your investigative work. Yeah. Because so, if, yeah, well, I was going to say, because if I came to a coach, you know, I'm very, um, I'm professional and I'm businesslike and I want to get stuff done, but I'm also very tender hearted. So mm-hmm. you know this about me. So if I went with a coach who just blasted me all the time, without supporting me, and that was the way that she or he did their coaching on a more aggressive side, that would not be a fit for me personally because I wouldn't be able to excel the way that I normally would. So just be aware of who and their personality that you want to to work with. I mean, I'm talking about you really need to actually meet with them. A lot of coaches have you sign up for programs online that you can't, you know, you hear about the reputation and stuff, but you don't know until you get into their programs exactly who they are. I would always ask for a conversation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, not only yeah. that, you know, I mean, I know that, you know, I used to be a lot more hardcore than I am today, you know, with in my coaching. Like even one of my clients said to me, you know, that I used to like, literally like kick their ass all over the place and I wasn't very nice about it. So I have had to <laughs> tone myself down as a coach, you know what I mean? Like because but I'll tell you something it's very interesting like one coach that I worked with specifically for a year in a very large group coaching program that was pretty expensive was a kick-ass coach and literally like you could go to the podium and he would make people cry on a regular basis. But you know what? <laughs> I learned more in that year than I probably learned in all of the other time that I've gone through coaching because there were golden nuggets that came out of that, that people got to such a vulnerable state that like Mm -hmm. literally, you know, it's like you got to the root of something. And to me, that's what I need. But like you said, for you, Mia, that would probably not have been like the ideal type of coach for you. So yes, personality does matter. And then the other thing is the gender of the coach may matter too. Like if you're somebody who has issues with men and you're a woman, I wouldn't probably hire a male coach to work with because you already have outside issues that have nothing to do with that particular person that could get in the way of your coaching. So Mm -hmm. like, you know, thinking about, you know, if you know that you have an issue with a certain type of person, not hiring that type of person to be your coach, thinking that you're going to overcome that challenge in the coaching session, because that's not where you want to work on Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So, you know, literally making sure you're working with somebody who energetically feels, you know, like a good fit for you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And also, um, don't be afraid to say to your coach, if, you know, before you sign your contract or agreement, whatever they want to call it, don't be afraid to say, if I don't find results, if I'm doing the work and I'm not getting results, can I cancel my contract? 
because there was one coach that I actually had to cancel a contract because I wasn't getting the results and I was paying an exorbitant amount of money. I mean, here, here's what I'm talking about, not results. At the time, when I started out in coaching, you know, years back, almost close to 10, I also was a writer and a poet. And so he wouldn't read my work. How is he supposed to inform me about, you know, this was a business coach. How is he supposed to inform me about creating my book or moving forward if he doesn't even know the texture or the, or the type of, you know, written word that I create? So it's important also in this element for, for coaches, for you guys to know exactly what your clients are presenting you. If they, if they are handing you information like, you know, read this or here's this or here's the information that you have, do your due diligence and go through every speck of everything that you need to in order to support that person. Right. That's what I have to say about that. Yep. <laughs> Yep, 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 yep. No, I think I think that that's really that's really super important. You know, mm-hmm. so you know, so what are some things that somebody could do to make sure that they are hiring a coach that will help them with whatever challenge that they're going through? Like, you know, if you were going to like give tips, like what would you what would you do in researching out a coach and in hiring a coach? Well, like we said in the beginning of this call, write it out. Write out exactly what you want to create in your business or in your life. You know, if you're listening to this and you are not here for business and finance and you caught the title and you're like, wow, this pertains to you too. Because really, life and our business life, both our personal and our business life, they kind of intertwine the same. If you build everything on a professional platform, you got it smooth. So, write out what you want. You know, I knew that I wanted to get my poetry book out. I knew I wanted this and that. So I wrote them all down. Apparently he didn't follow through. So, you know, when people come to me and I ask them, write out everything you want to create, what everything you already have, everything that you desire to create. And let's, let's go on from there. When I see that somebody is wants to write a book or they have decks of cards that they're creating and they want to get out, or they have a CD, you know, an album, if they're either meditational stuff or if they're a singer or even artists I work with, you know, we have to understand the different avenues to help project those people forward in that dream or desire. So literally write down everything you want. If you want to be a ballerina and you've come to me for, um, you know, for business coaching, you know, I might, (laughs) I might say, this is very interesting. Let's go over all the steps that you have so far underneath you to become a ballerina. That's just an example. You know, I know that that's kind of a ludicrous example, but it's the same thing that we have to be aware of what we want out of our own life experience and our business experience. Right. And you know what? Let You know, and I want to say something that, you know, is really super important is that you know, if somebody's a business coach or whatever type of coach they are, that one person is not a representation of all the people in that industry. So right. if you have a, you know, a positive or a negative experience with a specific type of coach, 
that doesn't mean that every coach in that industry isn't effective or you would have that same experience, you know, which is why you need to go back to making sure that you are hiring a coach so that you can get the, you know, the information that you need. So I believe that not only, you know, having some expectations about what you want to work on, but I think what's also important is, you know, finding out how you're going to be working together. Like, are you going to work, work together individually? Are you going to work together in a group? Is it a combination? You know, is it safe for you? Are you going to work in person? Is it going to be on Skype? You know, mm-hmm. and understanding what works best for you. Like some people are audio learner, learners and other people are visual learners. Mm-hmm. Um, will your sessions with your coach be recorded? Do you know that some coaches do not record their sessions? And I know this because I, I've yeah. heard that what they're doing a lot of times is they're doing sessions over Facebook. You know, like I'm talking about calling over Facebook or you have mm, no access to record a session. Mm. Well, you know, everyone, first, first of all, let me say, stay off of Facebook. If you are coaching, get your messages off there. Stop sending people messages through Facebook. Go to emails. Once you connect with them or they connect with you, say, let's take this to email. Because, one, you can track all your messages with them and all the correspondence when you're reviewing your stuff. Because when you've got a lot of people you're working with, you still have to review your that specific individual so that you're up to date on everything. Also, it's very unprofessional to be doing your Facebook message uh, calls. On I, I cannot tell you how many people say to me, oh, can we do this over Facebook Messenger or FaceTime? And I'm like, no, we cannot. We're going to a secure location where it's just me and you. And we'll, we'll work it that way, unless it's a group thing. But it, it's very interesting, um, the lack uh, the lack of basical attitude and unprofessionalism that, that people have. So go back to something that, um, re, you know, if you're a coach doing this, recreate your experience with your client. Do everything to the most, to the utmost professional level that you can. This is what people are paying for. They're not paying you a ton of money or money, period, to have you, um, you know, have Facebook have all the information that's going on between you. Things have to be kept private. And everyone wants to have that, um, that space of security within their coaching experience. Because sometimes, even in business, yes, this has happened, even in business, because People are pushing themselves hard or they're going through a breakthrough or one of those blind spots or blocks, you know, you can come unraveled literally because you're moving through an emotional state that you haven't been before to up-level who you are. This kind of work, no matter what it is, when you look at things and you move forward, it's called transformation. It's all transformational work, even if it's business, because you are reaching levels that you've never reached before. That's why you're hiring somebody, so they can teach you how to create more and do more. That's right. And here's the thing, you know, that, you know, 
I think that there are a lot of people that think, oh, that we should just know as we grow in business, you know, we should just know, you know, what the next level looks like. And you know what? That's never, ever the case. And I'll tell you why. Because we only know from where we're at. We don't know from where the next level of us is at. So if we're only looking at things from our own perspective, we have a very narrow view that isn't really allowing a, allowing for expansion. It's allowing to create from where we're at, not from where we are moving towards. So right. the thing is, is that, you know, the reason for hiring somebody also is, you know, a lot of times when we run our businesses, running our business also changes as we grow into the next level. You know, like I'm going to give you an example, like in my accounting business right now, I have, you know, research to do on where to store the data for all of my client data because I have hired so many different people and now people are working remotely from all over the place. So the situation that I'm in right now isn't ideal. So I'm going to people in my industry and asking what's working for you and not finding the information that easily, believe it or not. So, you know, if I had a, you know, if I had a tech coach right now, he would probably just tell me, oh, get blah, 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 blah. And we would be like, oh, my God. So I might have to think about hiring a tech coach temporarily. I don't know. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? Like, the point is, is like, we only know from where we're at. And the, and the reason to make sure that we do hire somebody that can help us get to the next level is because we don't really know all the things that, the, that are going to come with being in the next level or being at mm-hmm. the next level. Right. Now, there's different things that you can do. We've, we've talked about some of them about hiring a coach and things like that. Um, we talked about meeting with them. You can also ask for references. Ask for references. We've said that before on the show. If you, you know, some people jump into coaching with their arms full open, their heart full open, and they're ready to go. Some are very leery. So it doesn't matter your the type of individual that you are. There's always an answer. And don't ever think that there isn't because there is always an answer. There's always a way to find something out. So ask, seek, um, watch, read be aware of who you're moving into and with. Now, in coaching, one of the biggest forms of coaching is transformation. We all have a level of transformation within our coaching because that's literally what it is. We're seeking to get from one space to another. It's not as scary as some people have experienced through transformational training coaching experiences that are specifically to transform the individual within who you are to shake and wake you up. But there are, one of the things that Bonnie and I were talking about when we were creating this segment of, you know, this episode was that some people or some coaches, they get very forceful and manipulative for you to buy their services. And we want you to be aware that you don't have to, if it doesn't resonate with you, if somebody says, and and I've heard this many times through the transformational industry, well, if somebody had a gun to your child's head, would you find the money? And that is very, that's very shocking. So remember, there's different elements of humans 
uh, speaking in different patterns to other humans. So get with the human that actually fits who you are. That's why I was saying earlier that I can't handle personally the type of aggressive uh, coaches that maybe Bonnie might be able to handle. It's just I have no interest, you know. So know who you are um, because sometimes people will say, wow, well, I'll get a huge result from Bobby Smith because he just really pushes people to the limits. Well, sometimes some people are not ready to be pushed to the absolute limits. They need to be edged along very gently before they're kicked off the cliff. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's, I mean, and that really is so true. You know, it's like um, I think that everybody has different needs. Um, I'm wondering, you know, just out of your opinion, Mia, like when somebody's starting new in business, would you suggest that they do more of, uh, you know, working with a coach personally or if a group program is more ideal? Like what is, what is, what is best or what is, what are the differences between working with somebody in a group program, like from the client perspective, what would be the differences between them being in a group pr- program and an individual program? Because I think if you've never mm-hmm. had coaching and you don't really understand it or know what it is, I think that this is important. Well, there's many benefits on both sides. So let's first start with the money, the outlay of money that you'll be that you'll be putting out for your coach. What type of investment do you have per year, per month to put out? What can you afford? If you have great credit and you want to do that, that's, that's wonderful, you know, but not everybody is in that situation. So be aware of the price breaks. A lot of people can't afford a one-on-one coaching experience, so they, so they go with group. Now, mm-hmm. the one-on-one is absolutely fantastic. Why? Because they're delving into you and only you, and all levels of you. Now, group coaching is also fantastic for those who may not have the funds or the ability to uh, pay for a coach for one-on-one coaching. And you can also get the communities generally. This is a general statement because each coach is different, so I can't speak for each coach. But generally, they're getting the connection and community through the group, on the calls, and the coaching, and support teams, if they're set up as such, that will support Mm -hmm. a group. So they're two totally different feeling experiences. I like, so I've taken only one group course, one group, that's it. I I have group courses, and I have private coaching that I give. But as a client, I've only taken one group course per se, and that, the the benefit of that, I learned only one thing out of it, but, but that's just because, you know, I've been in business for a long time. But the community that I built, I still have that community of empowered men and women today in my life. And we're talking about six years later. I mean, it's, it's incredible, that kind of aspect. So it's, we've talked before on this show about how building a community around you is so vital to being a leader in any industry. You know, so if you're a coach, right, or a business person, you have your other colleagues around you to support you, to refer you, same as that, to ask questions. You know, Bonnie had said before about asking questions and not knowing exactly where to get the answers from. 
So when you have your community built, guess what? You are, it's so much easier to ask questions. You just put out one or two feelers like, hey, I'm looking for such and such. And back will come maybe 10 responses from your big community so or mm-hmm. more. So, And this is a community that you are giving value to. This is a community that you mm-hmm. are, I want to say, feeding information to, that you are sharing valuable things with so that, and that, so that basically they're having an experience working with you. Right, right. Um, and so that's the difference between private and group. I like group for the community and that type of stuff, but I, I prefer the one-on-one experience with the coach myself. Not sure why that is, but I focus in deeper when it's just me and, and the coach or, you know, that kind of thing. Now, as a coach coaching group, I can, you know, it's like a giant classroom to me. I have everybody on Zoom when I'm doing it, and I'm like, boom, 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 you know, answering questions and moving around and stopping and asking questions. So it's like in a, you know, it's like teaching a college course in a forum type thing. Um, so there is a, there's a, there's a huge difference. And remember, each coach will teach their courses differently. Each coach is different. Not, not every coach thinks of themselves as a teacher. I consider myself a teacher because I teach, I listen, and I ask questions. Do you have questions? Not, I don't ask questions from my students as far as, well, how do you do this? But I do ask them. I make sure, is this clear? I stop after each section, or if I feel the energy shifting, and I'll say, are there questions? Who has a question? Okay, let's move on. So it's, it's important to know, um, and it's interesting if um, you're interested in coaching to even have a sample of coaching with a coach. Now, not all coaches will give you a sample. They're called strategy or discovery sessions. But, I, you know, sometimes they make you pay for it and sometimes you can have it as complimentary. So know that, that to understand the coach that you want to go with, that is who your community is being built from if you're doing the group or at least you understand the way your coach is before you sign up if you have. This is why I think it's so important because the one group coaching that I took that I mentioned, I did not meet with the coach ahead of time. I just signed up. Now, I knew her from, you know, other life experiences, but I didn't get to meet with her for that. And I I felt almost like I was cheated. <laughs> but if I had spoken up, I would have been able to meet with her. So it, it's important for, for you as the individual coming into any form of business experience with another business person. Remember, this is coaching, but it's also a business experience. It's a business interaction because when you're working with somebody in a commitment, that becomes a business. That becomes something top priority. So be aware of who you're going to be working with. Just like when you are a coach and you're bringing on clients, not everyone, you won't want to enroll everyone into your program that is not suitable. There are many people that think it might be the right program, but somebody else's program might be better. So don't be afraid to lose money by telling somebody else, oh, somebody else's program would serve you, would serve you differently, might serve you better. You have that opportunity as the business owner, as the coach, to be able to put people in different areas or share with people other information that may not bring them into your, you know, into your bank account. And that is okay. That is okay. 
that's true. funny. That is true. It you depends see? on what. It mm-hmm. depends on. Yeah, it depends on what. Yeah. It's all on an individual level. But what we're getting across here, Bonnie and I are getting across to everyone, is that you have this. This is your life. This is all about you. This is your opportunity to grow your business, to grow your the individuality of who you are, on many different levels. It's one of the most exciting. There's a lot of things in life that I think are exciting. You'll you'll discover that. But it is one of the most exciting things because what money is energy. And it produces the way we live. So when you interact with people, do it with excitement. Enjoy what you're doing because this is who you are. You don't want to wake up every day to to lead a life that you're not happy with. So enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And get the help that you need. You know, I mean, look, even the most successful people in business have people that they go to for advice or brainstorming, you know, like, mm-hmm. what do you think think tanks are about? Think tanks yeah. are about exactly what we're talking about. Basically, it's about being able to step outside of yourself and get outside perspective that's greater than yours to propel you forward, you know, into something, into a next level, mm-hmm. you know, into a transformation, you know, into you know, losing weight, you know, whatever that goal is for you. And so think about like all the most successful people have people that they follow that help them propel to the next level too. So this isn't something, you know, like one of the things that I want to say is like, you don't just hire a coach because you started a business or because you're at the beginning of something. Coaching is really important to move through wherever you're at in life or in business. It's getting you ahead. It's, you know, becoming a greater version of yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. allowing your business to be a greater version of itself and expand and propel forward. And without, you know, people helping you do that, it's really challenging to do that all on your own. You know, like so many people think, oh, my God, you know, like I'm the only one that works in, the, in my business. And then meanwhile, like they hire all these outside people to do all these things. So the truth is they're really not doing it all themselves. It's just that it feels like they are because they're actually managing it all. And because mm-hmm. they don't have a team behind them, like a lot of times, you know, we're just using like all these outside people, but there's not a lot of connection between those outside people. Like, let's say it's a coach, a virtual assistant, you know, uh, an assistant in our office, you know, an attorney, an accountant, a bookkeeper. If there's not a connection between those people, then you as the client, as the business owner, feel a big sense of responsibility because you're basically the hub for all of those things, you know, and Mm -hmm. one of the things that I love about coaching is that as you grow in your business, you learn how to not be the hub of all of those things and allow people beneath you because you learn how to delegate and you learn how to hire people that manage people so that you don't end up, you know, having to be, everything to everybody for the rest of your life as you're growing your business, because you can't, you're not going to have the capacity to grow and really earn the money that you're making. If you're doing all the detailed stuff. Exactly. And that's, and that is where you and I both recommend you outsource it 
because you can make more money when you outsource than spending the time trying to figure it out. Exactly. There are so many people you all know that you either work on a, a computer program to figure it out or how to do your autoresponders or whatever, whether you like it or not. If you don't like it, outsource it. Give it, a, give it to somebody that you, know, you can hire them for a lot less money and you can spend that extra time on the genius of creating other things. Exactly. Like when I had a, you know, like when I was working with a coach, you know, on my accounting business, I didn't realize that I was spending too much time literally doing things that I shouldn't be doing, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and then I started switching that. So initially when I started working with a coach, I found out that basically I should not be doing the data entry at all. So what I ended up doing is hiring more people to do the data entry and giving more responsibility to the people that I had working for me initially. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then I and then I, you know, I said to my clients the part that, you know, and now I even talk to my clients and tell them that the the work that I'm going to physically be doing with them is the consulting, like is really helping them in their business. And that the data entry work are going to be the people working for me so that they're not asking me about a specific entry. They're sending an email and making sure that they get the answer that they need from the person who did it, you know, who entered the data. So, you know, I learned how to delegate more and how to outsource and how to, you know, work so that my clients could, you know, work with the people working for me, which really also came down to me trusting the people that were working for me, that they weren't going to take my clients away. So what did I have to do? I had to deal with some mindset work over it. So, you know, where am I going to go to deal with mindset work? With a mindset coach, right? Right, right. So, you know, and so I literally did like a year-long mindset coaching that really shifted my perspective on growing my business. And also, that mindset coach ended up helping me save a secondary business that I have, which, you know, while I was in that coaching program, I could have chose to let go of because my business partner didn't want to do it anymore or keep it. And so I had to make a determination about what I was going to do. And so doing that mindset work really kind of helped me hone in on you know, what I really want to be doing, where my passions are, and if I was really going to forge ahead or if I was going to mm-hmm. let this take me down. That's really um, remarkable that that, you, that this happened because the way I see you, so Bonnie and I share an office and we have both of our businesses, our joint one, which is this, business and finance mentoring, and we also have our other stuff. So to see how smoothly she runs her business that way, it's remarkable to me because I'm just have always been in awe. Now I know the little secret. So thank you, Bonnie. (laughs) You used a coach to make it so, because also personally on a personal level, we can't always see our blind spots. So you didn't see that, but that's something that you would recommend to other people, but you didn't see it for yourself. So that's perfect. That's wonderful. Yeah. So we are now out of time, and we wanted to thank you all for listening in. We know that there's a lot of places that you can go to to listen to business and uh, money issues and 
how to how to make money. So we're really grateful you're here. So thank you for listening. Let's say goodbye, Bonnie. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs>